we will call the meeting to order. Dan won't be here tonight, so we have everybody else. Um, I have a question, actually. Item two, approval of the meeting agenda. Have we always done that? We didn't used to do that, did we? How did that get here? <laughs> do we explicitly need to do it? Maybe that's a better question. I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. My first four years on the board, we didn't do it. I can double check that it's not necessary, and if it's not, we can just stretch yeah, it up. Right okay. Well, well, I'll double check before we do it. In that case, I guess I need a motion to approve the agenda as printed in the packet. Moved. Second. I'll second. Okay. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. <laughs> Um, is there any public discussion? No? Um, I have a request to change the order of something on the agenda uh, because some of our staff need to leave okay. in the, during the meeting. Could we move the new catalog update to the beginning of the agenda? Sure. Okay. Are there objections? I mean, it's probably the, the most significant part of the agenda anyway, so no. Yep. Good. So I don't know who's doing that. Um, if you, the 30, page 39 is where the, okay. the related report is. So a little bit, a little less than a month ago, we raised our new catalog to um, and I wanted to take the opportunity to explain that project. Um, the new catalog is an open source software that developed, parts of it were developed in-house by our IT staff. And um, although we kind of went through some of these things in the packet itself, plus the highlights, and then Frank um, will also go over a few things, and then we have Alyssa Hansen here. So one specialist who's going to go through the presentation on some of the features that we're most proud of. Um, so I thought I'd just give you an overview of the project. This has been a long time coming. So. We were, we, our previous strategic plan, which started in 2016, we identified um, the website as being a place that we wanted to further develop. So we wanted to create it into more of a virtual branch, the virtual branch rather than an information about the library. These are our hours, here's our catalog. We wanted to be more interactive. So if you can look at our staff fix page or the calendar or the updates to the video uh, website, all of that was included in the virtual branch. The biggest project that was identified through that whole process was the catalog. And the catalog was important for a couple of reasons. One, it was the most used portion of our website by patrons. It was the thing we received the most complaints about. <laughs> um, and it is also a very expensive piece of software. It's from, the, from our vendors. Um, and there wasn't a lot that we could actually do about us, a kind of static product from innovative. We couldn't really change the way it worked. We couldn't change the way it looked. We made some modifications where we could. We added some menus on the top. You kind of look at the old encore. It was very different. But we adopted it in 2008. And one of the phrases that it was supposed to be was this discovery layer, a web 2.0 software. I mean, that's how dated the software is. Um, when we were going through some of the complaints, we talked to patrons, we did surveys with staff and patrons identifying the things that they wanted to see from the catalog, and we developed a committee. 
The committee was composed of a variety of staff members from different departments, and we identified what things we wanted to do with the catalog. What are some priorities? What were some weaknesses with the current software? What were some things that they enjoyed? And we looked at a variety of products, um, from BiblioCommons to actually, um, we picked Viewfind, but there were some uh, software companies that developed their own Viewfind that we can apply as well. And after doing that and looking at Viewfind, we made the decision to take some of the control ourselves, really make the product um, geared and specialized to what our patrons were asking for. Do you want to add anything to that? So I'm just going to kind of talk a little bit about. Uh... Well, any questions so far? <laughs> I'm just going to talk a little bit about what we mean by catalog and uh, what we mean by the IRS, the integrated library system, if we kind of throw that around a bit. And, um, we, we use both those terms to mean different things at different times. So it's very really confusing. Um, so what we developed sort of in a library where we call it a discovery layer, it's a little bit different than an OPAC, is what we used to call the online public access to, to your catalog. The discovery layer, you know, would bring in more resources from your whole environment than just what the records are. Um, that's, you know, for the university, you know, they have millions of dollars worth of, of um, subscriptions for databases and serials um, and that sort of thing. So that's one way to pull them all together in a better surveillance interface. For us, we have, you know, our overdrive records, we've stopped importing them. It's kind of a cumbersome uh, process to get mark records from overdrive and, and bring them into the, into the integrated library system. So we're actually just pulling those in real time as those change those get updated. So you sort of see how the discovery layer is not just searching the mark records we have in our system. We also have pulled together other things. And as we go forward, we might be able to pull more resources. Integrated library system, it's also kind of fuzzy what we call that, but at times we just need the core product, the Sierra, which um, on the so other diagram there is just the, the mod. There's two servers, there's an application server and a DB server, and those have different modules for cataloging. And uh, users and both patrons and staff users, circulation, all of these kind of things. So often we just kind of mean that that core piece, but sometimes when you talk about the ILS, we just mean all the different pieces that that uh, Triple I or Innovative um, provides to around that. So there's various APIs. There's the desktop application that. Um, that most of the staff use to access the ILS and to Sierra. So we could mean everything, kind of big, everything, you know, the whole thing, or we might just mean sort of like a silver part of it when you say ILS. And so we, we kind of opted for catalog, we keep client catalog, just so that we more user friendly for the patrons. And so usually when we're talking about the catalog, the old catalog now we're calling CatPro, which is um, Sort of the innovative piece that is the searchable interface, and now we're going to search guys and fill that work, which is a part we've been kind of talking about this whole time. It's basically just um, uh, a search index with uh, account features involved in it, and that's pretty much what it is. Any questions? I had two. Yes. Um, 
I noticed you, you call, I, I assume ILL means interlibrary loan. How does that work in, in the new, uh, in the new system um, compared to the old? Um, I believe in the old one, there was no ILL capabilities at all. Okay. So, but the, more to the point, what, what I'm wondering about the most is ways of, of advertising things that we can make available that just like that, rather than uh, there being, being any, basically remove any barriers to that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's okay. So, so what, I'm, what I'm thinking of is uh, if someone were to search for a given book, we don't have it in our catalog. Oh, I see. And uh, let's say it's available at uh, Cedar Rapids Public Library. <laughs> I'd like the idea of uh, seeing, seeing that book and saying, yeah, we have it available. It's just an ILL. It's as simple as that, um, rather than having that extra layer of, I don't know, is my imagination in the wrong place on that? Or? No, and we've actually looked at um, there's other products that could be brought in that's um, sort of, um, well, I'm not sure exactly how to and work with our ILS, but also search all of different things. And it was pretty expensive to do that, but there may be other ways we can do it, maybe using OCLC or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we can kind of take a look at that and put that into the. We've got a long list of things that we'd like to do. I know it's like nice to have, but we'll kind of put that in as a possible. Yeah, there's some fantastic models out there that are like that. So any of the, there's some New York regional libraries or Massachusetts has a statewide system where you look into someone's library catalog and they don't have it, you can get it from a number of libraries throughout the state. It's very well supported by their state library. So if that's something that we're interested in, we should probably lobby the state library to okay. work on providing that to our then the other question I had had to do with uh, mobile app and any effect that that may or may not have. The new catalog? Yeah. So the, um, the mobile app, we just, um, we just kind of read that and it is, um, right now they're kind of independent a little bit, but we've just, uh, we've just added one little piece in that can show is the concept of having your own list within the catalog. And so I think Todd now is working on showing that within the app. So um, I think there's some opportunities for 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 cross No, I'm just I was just curious about it because I just knew that the uh, mobile app was was recently revised. So it's like okay. Well they they both use the same sort of interface to get and put information from from the here in ILS, so um, the main difference is pretty cool. Um, so I'll just up front say I'm much more, uh, much happier about all this having read the report than I was before I read the report, <laughs> and I'm pretty happy. Um, uh, about, do you have a sense of how many hours went into the development work? No, that's fine. A lot. I mean, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's an idea. A lot. Um, we, I would say, uh, you know, because we, you know, we, we started a product that's kind of functional, you know, we right. already kind of do stuff in right. um, the modifications and adding things and that ends up being way harder than it felt. Uh, but it's not, not that we kind of got our 
And there's like four other places to put this into production. No, there's many. There's only there's a few other public. Public, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, there's a big library network um, with Marmot, Marmot, okay, which they take in an earlier iteration of software and built on that. It's kind of like plugged off, but they provide their that their version of it to they want to adopt it. Um, yeah. But there's only a few public libraries that I know of. Yeah. Is it a pretty good community of developers? Yeah. Um, it's very uh, responsive and very, there's a lot of activity. And so uh, they're following a really pretty tight uh, release schedule every few months. We have not been able to keep up with pulling all those new features in every time. Sure. But um, I think one of the good things is it sort of has an institutional home mm -hmm. in Nova and uh, the guy there that he, well, I don't think he would say it's my project, but he, he's sort of like the caretaker of it. And then he emailed with a question very easy, even a couple hours. Yeah, that's great. We shall talk to you. I think they're in the way. I just need access. Yeah, to the way. Oh. <laughs> you want the mouse too? You want my hands? Take this one. I'll move on. Okay. And a lot of people don't. Sorry. I can't find it, then I'll go to the university library. Right. Let's take that yeah, I don't want people to throw up their hands or like, well, I can't. It's like an addiction. Yeah. Like, oh, I can get that. Like, I, I would request like dozens of <laughs> And the librarian finally called my mom. The piano's not possibly reading all of this. My mom's so shakily. <laughs> All right, so um, this is the new catalog. And as you can see, like one of the biggest changes is the branding um, is more similar to our website and everything else that we have um, in our web presence. Um, and just uh, as a quick overview of what's on the homepage. So we obviously have the search bar front and center. There's the new materials. We also have under that, there's the staff list and also some featured um, things, these mimic uh, what is on our um, website. Um, and then down at the bottom, um, you'll notice we also have, you know, any information that you would want to know about the library. This also mimics our website with, you know, our contact us um, and any quick, quick links that we wanted to put down here. Um, and this is where you'll find the interlibrary loan link. Um, so uh, to your point earlier about, um, making ILL easier to find. Um, it is at the bottom of every page in the catalog. Um, so uh, just to kind of go over some of the features that you'll notice. So if you start typing anything in, it'll give you some search suggestions based on items that we already have in our um, collection. Um, and then um, oh, one other thing I wanted to point out before we move on, um, you can also see, so this is what the mobile view looks like, which is, much more user-friendly than um, our current one. 
or the old one, I should say. Um, so it's much nicer and all of the pages are responsive to um, device width. Um, but so if I do a search, um, it'll you know function pretty similarly to um, our old one and um, you know, some of the, the nice features here is we broke out our collections. So um, there are a few collections that have subgenre or sub collections within them. So one of them being the adult nonfiction or sorry, the adult fiction um, has um, the general fiction, it has mystery and it has science fiction um, fantasy. And so we've pulled all of those out as separate collections. So um, you know, that's an example of one customization that we were able to do with this um, to make it easier to kind of um, for patrons who are, you know, specifically wanting to search a specific collection. Um, if we go to um, a record page, one of the other um, uh, nice things that we added for staff is there's now a staff view. So um, if somebody wanted to um, Normally they would have to go into uh, Sierra, which is like the, the back end sort of thing to get this sort of information, but we can get record information like when it was last checked in. And we use this fairly regularly if something's not on the shelf um, and we wanna see, oh, maybe it was just returned in the past day. Um, so that's useful information for staff um, to find. We also have, you'll notice there's a link um, currently to the previous catalog. So if somebody did want to see what, you know, what does this look like in the old catalog, they could still um, find that for now. Um, and then uh, another thing that we've added is um, some local cover images. So um, for some of our local content, like we have toys, we have um, our art to go collection, those types of things. We now have images for those um, in the catalog. So somebody can see um, you know, what this art looks like. Um, whereas I can pull up in the old catalog, um, they did not have anything. Um, and that's a huge improvement is very nice. Um, and all the, the children's toys, um, also have pictures. So it's something that we're continually updating with more as we take those pictures and we can add them in, um, fairly easily. Um, so that's the searching side. And then there's also the, um, the um, account side, which let me grab my test patron. Apologies, I'm going to have to check my email for it. I think I saved it to this one. Oh. Sorry for the short excursion. 
Do that. All right, so then um, once you log in, um, you'll be able to see um, some of the account features that we also added. Um, one of the nice things is now you can tell at a glance um, when something is due back um, soon or if something is overdue. Um, I don't have an example of an overdue item um, on this account, but um, you can see that this one is due back um, soon because it's in this gold. Um, overdue items are shown in red. And then if it's neither of those, then it's just gonna be in this blue. So that's a, a nice feature for um, uh, seeing that. On the holds page, another thing that we added was this um, box up at the top that highlights when something's ready for pickup um, to separate it from things that are not yet ready. So that's a nice um, distinction as well that I can see, oh, I do have things here. And there's also this little bell icon that matches what's on this page to also show that. Um, so you don't even have to go into your holds um, page to know that something is ready. Um, and then um, the freezing and unfreezing is quite a bit easier with, um, there's just the buttons over on the side for if you want to freeze an item, um, which makes more sense than the old catalog did. Um, another thing uh, that we are able to pull into the new catalog is also interlibrary loans. And so if somebody does have an interlibrary loan um, that they've requested, uh, it will show up on this page. And so one of the nice things is that you can see the different statuses uh, here. So um, this is an item that hasn't yet been received. They still have the option to cancel it. Um, this is something that's been returned. It'll eventually come off their account. Um, and this is something that they have checked out currently. And we've added this request renewal button. Um, it's, not, um, it's not always that we can renew ILLs. It's, I think it's pretty rare, but um, we at least give them the option that you know, we, they can request it of us and we can request it of the lending library. Um, and then another of the integrations is now um, Overdrive is a little bit more seamless than it was before with um, checking out um, digital content you can see what you have already checked out and then what you have on hold. Um, and you have, you know, all of the, um, what? 116 holds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a very popular item. Um, you can see uh, if, uh, if this item um, is checked out to you, you can you don't have to go to Overdrive site at all in order to get that content. Um, if you're a, a Nook reader or somebody who reads on their um, computer, you can get the EPUB um, download link from here. You can go directly to Amazon's site if you're a Kindle borrower, um, or if you just want to read in browser, the Overdrive read option is also there. So that's really nice that um, people can do it all within the catalog um, without going to that the third-party um, site. Um, and they can also return it from here. And then there's edit options for editing holds uh, down here as well. Um, and so then um, next up is the borrowing history, which is very visual. It looks much better than um, the old one. Uh, now we have the cover art so that if you're a visual person and you remember what the cover looks like, but you don't remember the name of it, you can tell just from that. And there's also a grid version if you just want to look at covers and you don't want to, you know, see all the other stuff. This is much more visual. Um, and then saved searches was a, a feature that had been in our catalog from two times ago, um, and they were called preferred searches. Um, and now they're being brought back as saved searches 
but they're pretty much the same thing where a patron can, um, if there's a search that they want to get alerts for when new items are added with that, they can save it and then turn those alerts on. So you can see over here on the side, um, you know, this is uh, an example of one that the alert has been turned on this one, um, the alert is off. And so it's just kind of up to them whether they want that email um, alert or not. Um, so that is saved searches. And um, the last thing I'll point out in the account um, is just the, the, my list page, which again is much more visual, um, than in the old catalog. Again, it has the covers so that people can see, um, easily, you know, what this item looks like and get a little bit more information about it. And for, um, the lists are one thing that we don't have the ability to, um, get from the old catalog, um, ourselves and transfer over. Um, and so patrons have to do that manually themselves, but we have written, um, if you click on this link down here, it'll give you the description on how to transfer those. So we've, we can offer them at least uh, a way that they can more quickly do it, um, manually. So, um, that is all I have for you. Does anybody have any questions after the demo portion? Thank you for going over all the feedback. Yeah, that's great. We probably know. Awesome. I'll give you your spot back. Thank you very much. Um, so now we'll return to to the regular agenda, I guess we're on item four. Um, the committee to appoint, to evaluate the director, it says board action required. I'm not sure that board action is required. I think the president is able to just appoint the committee. And I have asked Anna and Robin and Noah to be on this committee and they thankfully all agreed to do it. Um, so that, that's the committee. And thank you very much. You do have a fair amount of latitude with how you choose to operate the committee. So but these two are pros. They experience you know, so, um, the next one is the policy review unattended children. Not actually sure board action is required on this either because there weren't any changes. Um, does anyone have any? particular concerns or comments about this policy. Sounds like it works as is. So moving on then to alcohol in the library policy, and this does require board action. We um, probably need to say that we reviewed it though, don't we? I don't know, do we? I think the minutes are um, anyway, so we're on alcohol in the library policy. Patty was in charge of the revisions to this policy. Um, are there comments, concerns? Okay. Um, all in favor of adopting the need a motion. Oh, we do need a favor. <laughs> need a motion. I need a motion. 
to approve the adoption of the changes to uh, alcohol in the library policy. We'll move. Second. And a second. Okay. All in favor? Aye. <laughs> right. I think when Derek dropped the board, we need to give him an award for it's a little bit it's a little bit better than it was on Zoom. Oh my right. god. We all sit there in our little boxes yeah. and eventually yeah, it's like, huh? Who's gonna move it? Yeah. All right. Um moving right along. We are now down to staff reports and Ellsworth's report comes first. And my report is on page 33. It got shuffled um, back with the other um, other items there. Um, this is, this time of year always feels like kind of a, a little bit slower. We're catching up. We're kind of doing that internal facing work. So not a lot of exciting stuff on the uh, report, but it stands as it is. I, one thing that's happened since then, um, we had our budget meeting with the city where we um, present the budget request. Um, it went really well. It felt very thorough. Um, Dan Mangano attended with me. We went through you know, almost every line that we had requested a change on um, and were able to just sort of justify and talk through what those changes might look like. Um, it felt very positive. Um, we had, of course, followed the directions of, <laughs> of how, what to prepare and how to. I, I, I would. I walked into it expecting it to go well because we we had been very responsive to to what uh, Jeff had asked for. So I, I was. I felt like it went well, and I look forward to seeing what we what we hear back. Um, and then just please note the date of the legislators' reception. Um, that will be on Zoom again this year, uh, 5.30 on Tuesday, December 7th. For folks who haven't attended that in the past, um, there, there isn't a lot that, that needs to be done. It's, it's just a chance for um, libraries to present sort of what, what we're working on, sort of say thank you to legislators for the support, highlight some things coming up. Um, and last year, I remember it was pretty quick, and we had good attendance on Zoom. So hopefully, the same will happen. Um, there was specifically noted on the agenda calendar that we would talk about the board recognition dinner. Um, I, if people feel like I'm being too conservative, I will absolutely listen to the group. But I put those most recent Johnson County Public Health guidelines for group gatherings. And I still think it's a little early to be planning a, a shared event, especially if you want to invite folks outside of this meeting. Right. So, um, otherwise, it'll just be a meeting that we can all right. <laughs> um, So, if there's any questions, um, that, that's, that's the report. Okay, and I, I, he has the head mall step update paragraph down here. I assume everybody got that memo from the city. Okay. All right. Departmental reports. Adult services, I guess, is up first. There's a lot. I didn't include nice pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
were so confused when I got to this and the first heading was general research and car and engine. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Is there a copy paste there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to check that out. <laughs> library administration and the art of uh, car maintenance. It is a weird package that they sold me, but I took it. So <laughs> we got it through. And, uh, here's a small engine. Program. But yeah. the small engine is something we've never been able to offer before because it is, this is the only one I know of. Um, we had children before. Uh, well, when I was a public library librarian, um, those car repair manuals were a nightmare because they got oh, yeah. stolen all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> never got returned. Yeah. Especially well, those ASC books. They fell apart was our thing here. So yeah. we used to have, yeah, half a mile. They've been whittled down over the years. Yeah. Use. You only need it once and then checks out. Again, when you're, you're the only owner of that Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did have a question about the online resources task force. Is that a state library task force? It was, a, it okay. was yeah, before the uh, or July ended. When July, they all ended. We did a task force of many different libraries in the state about what sorts of things we'd like to see from the state library. So far, they've only really expanded brain views. Um, so now there's online tutoring, more online tutoring options on brain views and, and live help for your resume, help a lot of job search. Okay. And I agree with the kudos about the, the programming. It's, it's really, it's really great. Okay, moving on to Sam's very colorful report. <laughs> um, so what is collection inspection what do they do they inspect so you know sometimes books are a little well loved and even if they're not checked out they can be well loved in the library and then they get put back on the shelf so this is an opportunity for us to make sure there's an ephemera that's been placed in there or there's things of that nature and just making sure things are shifted and dusted and that our, our collection is engaging to those who are browsing it. So they just, just you get assigned sections. Yeah. It's, really, it's really good work too. I think that's why it's so stellar um, when you when you approach the stacks. And it looks like, well, at least twice the stats that you highlighted in the second blue box. I mean, we are recovering, I think. Thanks, sir. So I'm becoming a little bit busier again. I'd like to continue to point those out too, because I thought it was fascinating that we taught folks to place holes during the pandemic. Right, so we right. see almost a 6% increase from 2019. Right. That's pretty impressive. Well, you didn't used to be able to place holes on things that are on the shelf, right? I think so, but I just feel like when it was the exclusive model, folks kind of leaned into it more. And I thought a long time ago, I tried to place a hold on something that was on the shelf, and it said, it's on the shelf. You're right, too, about book mobile materials are still kind of exclusive to that space, too. Yeah. Okay, any other comments? Congratulations. 
Oh, thank you. No kidding. I don't know. I'm really worried about the direction of the profession now. What are they doing? I was just <laughs> but thank you very much. I'll try to represent as well. Oh, I'm sure you will. And I'm sure they're very graceful to have somebody who's willing to do it. <laughs> and Sam's note about um, the books being challenged and books being removed from, especially from school collections. This is a significant shift that we're seeing and it's it's prolific and it's happening mm -hmm. fast and in places that we wouldn't expect. Um, have we had issues here? We haven't had issues here. Um, we've been talking quite a bit about ways that we can position ourselves to support those school librarians who might be facing challenges to support the libraries that maybe just don't have the resources to to know what to do immediately. Um, but I I I do think it's something that we need to all be aware of um, because it could move very swiftly into our community mm -hmm. and, and we'd want to be prepared to, to do the most, the most impactful moves that we can make. Um, any other comments about Sam's report? No? Okay, you're up next, I think. Thank you, Cheryl. Well, I actually saw uh, we were at Surrey Lakes on Sunday night and just something in person, which is and shocking. We do not yet know how successful it was, but every dollar it brings in is one we did not have. And you know, someone placed a $600 online order. Wow. We'll find out there were 54 folks in person, which was lovely. And this just is coming together. We're going to have an event to read on December 8th. That's a Wednesday at Moda. Both locations, so you can enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner at Moda and help the library. <laughs> they are as excited as we are. So first, we've been working on this one for quite some time. Be happy to answer any questions about is the season for giving and what's coming out the day after our EFP. Surprise bunches are back in the store as well as online. So no um, holiday book sale, crap sale, you don't let it go this year. No, not even online. Online, we're doing a after Okay. I will have more information that hasn't been people are donating their items and photographing them. Hope to get it live soon. Can you assign that to me and Derek? Can you assign that to me and Derek to share? Okay, thank you. You've done item D there. Um, so next, we're up for a report on the staff in-service day. Are there any questions about that? You've gotten your invitations, I assume, and RSVP. You know, I doing. I do encourage you to go if you can. Obviously, people who have day jobs, it's a little hard. <laughs> so, um, but I've, I've always found the experience to be very worthwhile. 
and well run. Miscellaneous. What falls under miscellaneous? Um, I didn't really have much of a president's report. Um, I hope everybody has a good Thanksgiving and is able to meet with family that you couldn't meet with last year. I mean, one Zoom Thanksgiving for me was was enough. It was kind of fun to see what each family unit was cooking, but I wouldn't want to do it again. Um, like I said, I encourage attendance at the in-service day if you can. It's a great way to get some continuing ed. And my other item on my report was to ask about when we might expect a new board member and that's already been covered. So I do appreciate the evaluation committee um, willingness to serve. Okay, announcements for members. Anybody have? No? Committee reports. I do see that the foundation has met on November 9th. Uh, yeah, we reviewed a lot of tax forms and approved them and they were turned in last week. <laughs> that was a very, some of very exciting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the book gala happened, which Patty already mentioned, and the Arts and Crafts Bazaar, um, they've started the call for donations. Uh, so it starts around Thanksgiving. Around, around so, <laughs> sometime. Um, and they're also recruiting for new board members. If you know anyone, spread the word. Didn't they just do that? Yeah. Always. Oh, okay. All right. Um, communications. No, I'm not aware of anything beyond that city memo about the step. Okay, um, the next item is the consent agenda. Um, are there questions or discussion around the, the, the agenda, the, the minutes or the disbursements? We have disbursements from last month and this month. Yes. Okay, in that case, I need a motion to approve the consent agenda. Oh, Derek. <laughs> Did someone second? No, uh, thank you. <laughs> All in favor? Okay. Now, the agenda for the December meeting, I think it's also a little bit, looking a little bit light. Oh, I guess it's the this it's the accreditation form. Is that what we'll be looking at? We take a look at that. Okay. Um. So that's what you have to look forward to. December. And I'll do that sort of quick turnaround. We just have a yeah two weeks between or three weeks. I'm not a full month. Well, it'll be a full month this time, but yeah. because we met on the third third week in it feels Thanks. 
<laughs> well, the, first, the last time was just a three-way turnaround. Yeah, so that's really quick. Okay. Kind of a long time between the sunrise and the We're all being strangers. <laughs> Maybe COVID will go away. Well, I think fall and Christmas. Yeah, you think that's likely. Okay. In that case, I think that I will adjourn the meeting.